From our family to your family, this is A Legacy of Faith, the podcast. Welcome to A Legacy of Faith, the podcast designed to help your family survive the day, plan for tomorrow, and always keep an eye on eternity. We are continuing in the month of April, and we hope you enjoyed last week when we overviewed the entire book of Ephesians, and this month we're thinking about the theme of what an Ephesians home looks like. And as I mentioned last week, we're going to be discussing three specific areas beginning this week, and this is supposed to be one of our shorter a devotional podcasts, but we may stretch the time just a little bit instead of just five or six minutes, we may go closer to ten, and that's partially because it's not just me on the podcast. I'm pleased to be joined by my wife, Leah. Leah, it's good to be with you. Thank you. And one of the reasons Leah is here is because, well, I like recording with you, Leah, but also because since this is uh, the the first of the relationships we're going to be thinking about, this one happens to be one about something I don't know much about. That's being a wife. Yeah, you might not know very much about that. I, I really don't know very much about that. That's not my area of expertise. But as we mentioned last week, if you listen to the program, we, we overview the book of Ephesians and uh, listen to that sermon that we replayed that I had preached uh, overviewing the book. That When you come to Ephesians chapter 5, starting at about verse 22 and going to the beginning of chapter 6, the Apostle Paul lays out some of those relationships in the home. Wives, husbands, children, fathers, and then, as we mentioned last week, slaves and masters are also mentioned. We don't really have those in our modern day, or at least our culture in America. But you have those household relationships and if Ephesians chapters 1, 2, and 3 are in place, or we understand how rich we have it in Christ, then really chapters 4, 5, and 6 all fall into place. That was kind of the point of that sermon and why we replayed it. But when you come to this first of the relationships, the one dealing with wives, it's probably the most controversial in our modern world. I wanted to simply read the text we're going to be dealing with for the next oh, six or seven minutes or so. It's in Ephesians 5, starting at verse 22 and going through verse 24. And there Paul says this, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Now if you take those three verses, Leah, and just say, Hey, these sound really good in America. What kind of reaction do you usually get? Usually a really negative reaction. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kind way of putting it. We just don't like that concept. And some of that, we, we could make the excuse of you know, the women's lib movement or whatever. But some of that is we just don't like words like submit, no matter what relationship we're talking about. If the text was completely reversed and it said, husbands submit to your wives, it wouldn't just be that husbands don't like that. Nobody likes to submit. We just don't like that concept very much. Well, we think it's a sign of weakness that, you know, somehow if you've submitted to someone else, then you are just not as strong as they are. You're letting them control you. And so we want to think about this concept just for a few minutes. Again, this is one of our shorter podcasts, but we wanted to be together on this one because sometimes, you may not think this way, Leah, but I'm sure a lot of women hear a male you know, stand up and preach or do a podcast or a radio program or some particular thing on this text, and they go, well, yeah, he's a guy. You know, he, has to, he has to like this passage. But it, it's biblical, first and foremost. It is what Paul wrote, what God, had, uh, what God inspired Paul to write. 
But if we think about this, what does the word submit actually mean here? Well, let's, let's start there. One of the things that if you really study this concept, this word very deeply and, and, and intelligently, one of the things that comes across Lee, is that Paul is not saying that the wife is lesser. She's not a lesser of a person or she's not, she's not one who is under the husband in the sense that the husband is more important. That's not implied in this word. In fact, if you look carefully at the word submit in the original language, what it really means literally is to arrange oneself under. And you, what in the world does that mean? Well, it was actually a military term. And the reason Paul chose this word was it was basically saying that this other person may be the captain, to use the military terminology here, but that private or that soldier is just as much a human they're just as much as part a part of the army or the military, but they are choosing to arrange themselves under the authority of that captain. They're not a lesser person. They just know who is the one who has a role of being in charge and who is choosing to be the one who is uh, assuming the role of being a subordinate. And that's not a great term, but that's the best one I can think of. Well, it's all about order. You know, we all understand that there are there are certain orders in our life um, where you're thinking about, you know, your boss or someone in authority. It shouldn't end. It doesn't end just because you're married. There has got to be some kind of just some kind of order, some kind of arrangement. Arrangement, yes, that you just have to live by. You know, and so I think that's probably what um, why it's maybe looked at in such a negative way is that people don't really want to accept, and I would say, you know, especially women, they don't want to accept that they have to choose to put themselves under someone else in their in or their husband, especially. And I think the key there is really when you think about that definition, is it's choosing to arrange yourself under. You know, it's it's not that. The husband forces, or he shouldn't. That we're going to talk about this more next week. We about husbands loving their wives. The husband's not forcing his wife to submit or to be submissive. It is the wife saying, mentally and and maybe even verbally in in certain ways, "I am your equal. I am just as much a human. I'm just as important. I'm just as much of a soul, and all those things." But. I am choosing to follow God's plan. Again, Ephesians chapters 1, 2, and 3. Because of the riches I have in Christ, even as a co-equal Christian, I'm choosing to follow the lead or to be submissive to uh, to, to the husband. Now, there's a couple of phrases we, we want to think about, again, just for a few moments here. That's really the key, is the, the, the choice here. But one of the things I want to point out, and this may seem really obvious, but this is a podcast for families, is I think it's important that Paul said, wives, submit to your own husbands. There's also a, a connection there. There's a uh, relationship there. It's not just, you know, well, here we are hitched. <laughs> but why submit to your own husband? She is committed to him. There's a commitment there found, found in that. But also the key phrase really is, as to the Lord. Right. I mean, I think that's the, the part of the picture that you just must understand is that we are a picture, you know, a wife submitting to her husband is a picture of the church submitting to Christ. And then that's verse 24. Right. And then also up in verse 21, you didn't read this one, but you know, when it talks about submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ, I mean, it's a picture of, of the church and Christ relationship. And if you, you know, go on and read the rest of the chapter, that's what Paul clearly says that this all, everything about marriage is a picture of Christ and the church. And so when you understand that that you're just submitting to your husband, like 
the church will submit to Christ, or like we all submit to Christ, of course, with you know being members of the church, that it's you see the beauty in that. It's it's letting someone who loves you and cares about you look after you, and you know, and they are in authority over you, and it's just a it's a really a beautiful picture when it is all working together like it's supposed to. And you point out there, you know, it's, it's the choice. God is not going to force us, as, even as the church, to submit to Christ. It, we, we want to. We should want to. We need to. But God is not going to, and I'm not trying to be flippant here, He's not going to send a thunderbolt out of the sky to sum, to force us to submit to Christ. And, and then Christ submitted to God. Right. I mean, and it's, there's that order. That so we don't look at Christ as being some weak individual. I mean, he, you know, we, of course, worship and, and just put Him in the place where He needs to be. And so... You know, just because a, a woman is submitting to her husband, we wouldn't look at Christ as being inferior to God or to be weaker than God. We and so we need to think of the same types of things when a wife is thinking about her uh, this command to submit to her husband. It's picture of Christ submitting to God, and and we show that in our life by submitting to our husband. So the Ephesians home looks like the wife is choosing to submit just as the church submits to Christ. Lee, before we close, let, let me throw two questions your way, and both of these are unrehearsed. I'll go ahead and say that. But the, the things you and I have talked about just in general conversations before, de- dealing with this text and this concept. Number one, first question I want to throw your way, is someone is listening to this and they're saying, yeah, but my husband doesn't deserve it. You don't know who I'm married to. He, he's an awful person. Maybe he's even abusive in some way. How can I, as a Christian woman, how can I possibly follow this command in any way, shape, or form when you don't know who I'm married to? Well, I mean, I would never, ever suggest that anyone stay in an abusive relationship if putting yourself in danger. I mean, I, don't, I would never suggest that at all. But I think if you're talking only in that there's just a a, a guy that's just a terrible guy, he's you know, he's just a jerk, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's not nice. He doesn't respect you. He treats you bad in that way. And when, like, again, I'm not speaking of an abusive situation. You still can show him respect as the place he is still, a hus- he's still your husband. And I know we, we talk about this book a lot, but that love book, and Love and Respect, <laughs> is just such an eye-opening book about why we would never, as a wife, never want our husband to look and say, you know, you have to earn my love or I won't love you. You have to do things. Well, then, but then sometimes women look and they feel the same way about their husband. They want him, they want him to earn her, her respect. And it's just, that's not how it works. And so I don't know, I guess I would just say that, that when you choose to marry, you have chosen to make that man your husband, and he is worthy of respect in in that he is your husband, not the kind of husband he is or who he, you know, what he does, how he acts. You know, he still is your husband, and, and if we are going to be a picture of Christ in the church, you know, we have to uh, just still respect that. Now, I mean, I would say pray and pray and pray and get all the counseling and help that you can possibly get to work through problems and trust in God to help you through the problems. You said it's unrehearsed, but those are just the, the thoughts yeah. off the top of my head about that's, it. That's a great point about, you know, it's, it's not or anything. That's question number one. Here's question. I want to end with something positive here. That was a difficult question. <laughs> I want to end with something positive. In, how about this? In one minute or less, 
you've already mentioned this in some ways, but let's be a little more specific here. One minute or less, why should a wife see this concept as something beautiful and important? A Christian wife submitting to her husband. Well, I said earlier, it's a picture of Christ and the church. The church submits to Christ, and you're submitting to your husband shows the world that relationship. It mirrors. It's a picture of the relationship with, between Christ and the church. And since we're talking about women submitting to their husbands uh, right on this particular podcast, that is why it's beautiful. The relationship between Christ and the church is beautiful. And when we are married, that's one of the most beautiful parts of marriage is that it's a representation of how the church is with Christ and how he is with the church. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> like I said, I hope I hope you appreciated that we, we brought Lee on. This is a little bit longer for one of our devotional podcasts, but we want to have Lee on here because this is a text that is controversial in our modern world. There's just no way around that fact. And, and as long as people don't really respect the scriptures as they should it's going to be a controversial passage and we understand that but we thought it'd be interesting just to have a little conversation about it sort of just sit here and talk over this text you know with you listening in i guess is the best way to put it so Leah, i really appreciate you joining us and helping us you know see that there's good things here but yes it's difficult but to see some good things here so i appreciate you joining me for this thank you and we hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we continue in the month of april thinking about the book of ephesians next week we gotta think about husbands can we skip that one? No. Okay. We're going to think next week about husbands loving your wives as Christ loved the church. And what does that mean? What does that look like? And we hope that you'll be here for that and be encouraged by that as well. We hope this week has encouraged you. And remember, your family can go to heaven. Just make sure you go there together. Mm-hmm.